good afternoon, evening, morning, whatever the case may be, as we record from the Stygian underworld that is the Creepy Kids podcast. <laughs> this is, I don't know, what are we calling this one? Stupid cast? Um, I was going to call it Equinox cast. Because that's just perfect. Equinox cast. I love yeah. it. I love so, it. That's really funny because just last night I was telling, I was trying to explain Equinox to uh, Jacob and Taylor and their friend uh, Kenzie. Oh, I was telling them, <laughs> and then well, then I was telling them about the fucking sinful dwarf because oh, uh, Ta- well, Taylor and Kenzie tried to do like a girls' night, right? So yeah, you know, watch some some like chick flicks on Netflix. I mean, I don't get the appeal of ninety nine percent of chick flicks, but that's fine. I'm not going to yuck hey, somebody really? else's yum. Yeah. And they ended up watching Brokeback Mountain, but before oh my- that, they watched what was that movie? It was called. It was like three hundred and sixty five days where everybody's up in arms is- because it's basic well apparently it's pretty like there's no fucking way that's not actual penetration oh yeah that that that's pretty much porn like i actually yeah. kind of see it i'm not I gonna want to too but they but... told me how it ended and it sounds horrible well yeah because it's not really romance it's just like sex and there's well, supposed to be you. a sequel i don't know i i just a sequel? they killed the fucking heroine uh-uh. i kind of want to watch it and then stop it before it ends I, yeah, I wanted to watch it, but then I found out how I just wanted to like, watch it. Fuck you. That's I all I figured, well, I wanted it to be like a live action version of some of the books I read. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like we got the setup. Yeah, I mean, honestly, everyone I know who's seen that movie has been like, well, just watch for the sex and just turn it off before the ending. Man, I got other quality sex out there. I don't have to watch a movie with a shitty ending to get it. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm like just when we watch the sinful dwarf, like that was penetration. Like <laughs> where we're watching the penis go between the labia and into the vagina. It's like oh, this shit. is penetration. Penetration. That was some weird soft core dwarf. God, that wasn't soft core, dude. That was not <laughs> soft core. If there's penetration, it's hardcore. Well, the reason I call it softcore is you, there wasn't a loving close-up of the no. Instagram. Well, no. The reason, I, it's just, it, it was not erotic. I mean. No, there was nothing there was, erotic. There was nothing erotic about that entire fucking movie. And, and that was what I was. Dwarf erotic, I'm going to judge you harshly. I'm going to judge you harshly, too. Like, dude, I don't know what your quality of erotica has been before this, but beating off like, to the two meth heads fucking at the bus station is not erotica no, no that's not erotica that's that's desperation <laughs> that's desperation <laughs> on everybody's part oh man oh man oh man <laughs> indeed oh. indeed anyway so here we are with uh equinox cast we decided yep, to call the, this the equacast the equinox cast i don't know but i like equacast i think that's, that's okay let's do equacast uh which is one of our, since we've split Creepy Kitch up into three different episode formats that we follow. Yes. So we have like the regular format, like we said, which is just us talking about movies. Straight, a, a straight uh, horror movie. We have Panticast, which is us talking about romance. And then this one, which is going to be Equacast. And just to clarify, yeah. too, when we say we talk about romance, we're talking about dirty romance. Oh yeah, we're not talking about sweet romance. We're talking no, about we're not talking about Janet Oakley. We're, we're talking about hair pulling. Did listen to the last episode. There is a lot of weird peen getting railed God all sorts of bless stuff. So them all. God bless romance. God bless every wriggling tentacle wiener out there. Every yes. knot, every ridge, yes. every piercing, 
every double wang, every triple wang. So yeah, but since we're doing Equacast, we decided to talk. I think, as we mentioned in the last episode, we have decided to venture in to watch Velocipaster. Yes. And oh my God, yes. I cannot I'm about to say the this sentence, but Velocipaster was a fucking delight. It really was. <laughs> it was I firmly expected like you know, amused, chuck, like, like condescending laughter and eye rolling. And I mean, there yes. was plenty of that, but there, there was, was eye rolling, but it was laughter too. It was literally intentionally horrible. And oh, I yeah, think absolutely. I liked it. Well, like, and they, I, I yeah. knew, I knew we were in for a ride. First, what, 30 seconds of the movie? His parents are so like the first in a, in a car explosion. <laughs> But there's no car explosion. There's just a little thing that pops up that says VFX car explosion. Yes. Beautiful. Yes, it was so oh God. funny. I mean, you oh know, at first I was like, is this a mistake? Did I get a copy of it? I wasn't supposed to get I it. The same thing too, but the more like the first, anyway, we'll go into it in just a minute. Yes. Let's continue on with the episode because holy shit, I have so yes. many things to say about this glorious. Yes. Same girl, same. <laughs> So we, um, why do you want, do you want to start with, uh, well, not really horror crush, but do you want to start with horror crush? Yeah. I mean, this is okay. still technically qualified as a horror movie. It's just yeah, a fucking hilarious one. It's a fucking hilarious horror. Yeah. So do you want to start or you want me to start? I can start if you don't have one. Um, I kind of do have one and it's just as ridiculous as the movie. It's the actual Perfect. Velociraptor in Velocipaster. Love it. Love it. Is, I get it. Uh, honestly, and his little hunchback. I mean, it's just <laughs> his hunchback, which was really his head at the yes. top of the costume. It's my horror crush. <laughs> Not um, I have to say the monster fucker in me does kind of wish they had attempted a sex scene between Carol uh, and the Velocipaster. Uh, and, and we will go into that very long, awkward scene. Yes. Yes. God bless and protect our horny little yes. priest. Yeah. Um, and his dollar store cassock. Uh, yes. My horror crush is Voltaire. <laughs> I've had a fucking thing. So, okay. Yeah. So for those of you who listen, first of all, if you were ever a fan of the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Voltaire did a lot of songs for that show. He did mm-hmm. the theme song to uh, the land, of, or, yeah, the Land of the Dead episode. It was like a not really an episode. It was like a, I love his music. It was I, a movie, basically. It, it was it wasn't theatrical. It was just it was a movie for Cartoon Network for the Grim Adventures yeah. of Billy and Mandy. And also did uh, Horror's Hand. He did the Brains episode, which is that was at, that song was actually my first introduction to Voltaire because I was seeing a guy who was into goth music but he was more into like the mopey morose stuff like uh, faith in the muse yeah and uh which is fine i mean i don't have anything against it but he was he had bought a sampler and voltaire's brains was on there and we listened to it over and over and over again and laughed our asses off and then p-chan ended up finding like his whole fucking back catalog and Mm -hmm. burned it for me she bought it on itunes and burned me a copy and so and then after that i was just like fuck you guys i'm hooked and oh, so oh, I've been in love with Voltaire like since I was like 20 mm-hmm. like and now I'm well, all right 22 but still my point still stands like I've been in love with a man for half my life and he's I actually think you were the one, like introduced me to Voltaire because I think you sent me some of his songs Probably, when we were, yeah because uh, once like I found that, him I was like sitting on people and making the, I made my brother listen to it yeah I remember that because I remember later on when I joined SCA and I was older I had a lot of friends in my household who were really into Voltaire and I was like mm-hmm. I know him and I'm right pretty sure, yeah I'm pretty sure that was you <laughs> so. probably it, it probably I can't think of who the fuck else it would have been since I know 
I, I think I'm the only one who jumps on people and like basically pinions their arms behind their back until they do what I tell them when I'm obsessed with something. That's part of your charm. Oh, yes, let's call it charm. Some call it charm, others call it assault. Yeah. Uh, but so, so I got really, really, really fucking into Voltaire and, and basically I have been since then. And man, he is, he ha- is and has remained a fucking sexy goth daddy. Like he's oh, in yeah. his fifties. Yeah. He's still he's looks in good. his, he's in, he looks so fucking good. Like, and to make it even funnier. That I love any guy who can rock seen, the guy liner. I mean, just, yes. oh, yeah. he does. He rock, he, and he's rocked the guy liner for years. Oh yeah. He totally but, rocks the guy liner. Uh, what makes it even fucking funnier is when I was seeing that douchebag from New York, he hated Voltaire because apparently Voltaire hit on his at the time girlfriend who was into stop motion animation. Oh, so I don't know if she was like part of his studio or so because he does a lot of stop motion stuff. Yeah, I do know that. And uh, and 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 Dickhead was highly offended because, uh, and this is all according to him. I have never heard anything one way or the other to support this. And even if it is true, it's not the worst thing in the world I've ever heard. But supposedly Voltaire was like really into her feet because she tended to work barefoot. Wow. Okay. And it's like, okay, I mean, a foot fetish, it doesn't do anything for me, but it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, and yeah. and so he, he was just so highly offended that every time I was barefoot, I would take a picture and send it to him and be like, do you think Voltaire would like it? Uh, <laughs> so I love that you're a combatant. I'm just saying that's yes, just- Yes, I am. I am. I that's love- why I fall on the brat spectrum. Yeah. Uh, in fact, a guy I'm talking to we're kind of feeling each other out to see if we're interested in uh, a dom sub relationship mm-hmm. uh he called me a brat and all i sent him was like a thousand gifts of different characters sticking their tongue out so um god weekly fuck off I'm trying to think of one you go ahead I'm and sure. go first for weekly fuck off because i have to think of yeah because i always have one because i started working yeah. at yet another truck stop so i mean hey My weekly fuck off is gonna be fucking verizon like as soon as i get my phone paid off i'm closing my verizon account i'm opening up an account with mint mobile because mm-hmm. i have unlimited data and so i don't have internet i just use my hotspot yeah yeah and ever since fucking net neutrality was revoked so that you know companies could make more money mm-hmm. uh, my internet just fucking sucks and so i was watching yeah i've been noticing that too with ours yeah and so it's if it's like peak hours it's like yeah good fucking luck like i can't even get internet database to fucking open if i don't have it already downloaded i can't listen to a podcast like it's fucking ludicrous Mm -hmm. and 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 fucking verizon it's just like don't like like i mean i'm already rolling my eyes at big corporations who try to be like we care about the little guy it's like no you fucking don't no piss on my head and tell me it's raining (laughs) (laughs) and and so and just fucking verizon where it's like i'm paying you how much a month and this is like dial up and don't fucking come at me like well there's nothing we can bullshit there's nothing you can do you're one of the corporations that's benefiting from this yep so as soon as my phone's paid off i still i still like a hundred bucks as soon as it's it's clear i'm fuck you verizon i'm going to no i don't blame you i don't blame you and i've been with verizon for like 20 years like this is how pissed off i am I don't blame you. Do not blame you. Yeah. Uh, my weekly fuck off is going to have to be to daylight savings time because man, oh, God, did it yes. fuck me up two weeks ago. Okay. God. So I um, just got back a couple weeks ago from uh, New Orleans, which was magical and wonderful and made, mm-hmm. and okay. I love that fucking place so much. Um, visiting besties with Max. Uh, mm-hmm. And we went, had Where a Ace wonderful right time. Now. Yeah, and Ace is there right now having a grand old time. And um, we came back 
that was, you know, I was already tired anyway. Um, sure. And my job. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, of course, we came back right during daylight saving time, pretty much. Oh, God. And my job where I work. I work early, like in the new truck mm-hmm. stop. Now my shift starts at 6 uh, a.m., which oh, is fuck. fine. I actually really like that early shift because I work early. I miss traffic. I come home mm-hmm. early. I got time to like write, do whatever the hell I want. And then Max gets, you know, finishes with work and mm-hmm. is whatever I want. And it's kind of brilliant. Yeah, and you wonderful. Hang out for a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's great. The only thing that sucks is daylight savings time. Where yeah. my my equilibrium is so fucked up, like the whole week, I was just like, mm-hmm. "What year is it?" Like I couldn't, mm-hmm. like uh, I couldn't keep my eyes open on the road. I couldn't keep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I because would you're up- essentially instead of getting up at what four thirty, you're getting up at three thirty. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was because you lie to the clocks doesn't mean your body's buying it. Exactly. And my body was just like, oh, no, 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 no. Fuck you. And so Mm -hmm. the whole week, I was just a zombie. It sucked so much. Mm -hmm. I came home and I would like fall back asleep. I would like trudge my ass home and I'd be like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. There's, you know, things I want to do, not just like, oh, I got it. Like, oh, I want to sit down and work on my book. Oh, I I want to live my fucking life. I want to read a book or I want to work on my next novel or I want to like just watch a movie or something mm-hmm. or you know, do whatever. Nope. It literally was me just pouring myself into bed and sleeping for an hour and then Max would come home and mm-hmm. then I would crash again. It would like, like the nap does nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so shitty. So pick a time zone, please. I wish they'd fucking get their asses in gear because it seems like every fucking year they're like, Congress debates canceling daylight savings time. And, and it's like, no. how many, what is there to debate? Are we? A, I are mean, we yes, I know farmers? that. I know that there's, you know, more things that the government needs to pay attention to at this time and point. But I just need to bitch because well, and the thing too is daylight savings time was a stupid fucking idea from the get go, uh-huh. and unfortunately, and I mean, I get why. I don't even get why we have it. There I mean, is a connection yeah. between the fact that you know, back in the day, America was an agrarian society. We are not an agrarian society anymore. And we have not been an agrarian society for 150 fucking years. Yeah. And it was unfortunately, I can never fucking remember the name of the native chief who said, uh, essentially, only a white man would be dumb enough to think that if he cut the bottom, if he cut a foot off of the bottom of a blanket and put it at the top of the blanket, he somehow ended up with more blanket. Yeah, that's and that actually is basically the best. Because that was what he, well, that's what he was saying about daylight savings time. Like exactly. there wasn't suddenly a rush of farmers for getting to get up because daylight came at a different time. Yeah. They're, they weren't stupid, you fucking mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging <laughs> bastards. Yep. I hear ya. So yeah, fuck, I'm, I finally, right around Friday, I, my body finally snapped back. Right. Like, oh, okay, now we're used to it. And I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. Well, and sure, <laughs> I think it's harder the older you get, too. Like... <laughs> It's like the the older I get, the harder it becomes. Yeah, like because I can remember being like in grade school and being like pissed off because I had to go to school an hour earlier. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't remember the like just fucking put a dart in my head. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I am so over this bullshit. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yep, yeah, well, and the other thing like- too that fucking sucks with daylight savings time is mm-hmm. so a couple of days a week I go out and I watch two of my great nephews. Which has been yeah, yeah. super duper fun. They're paying me really well. Absolutely. Um, I actually that. think talking oh, to, to to Taylor, the boy's mother, may have actually put me on 
the path that I want to follow for bringing in money. I'm actually looking oh, at your doula. Do uh, it! Because, oh my! Well, because uh, the thing I'll is, talk is after we're done, because I have so many. Okay. Well, Taylor's me. Taylor's a midwife. Oh, sweet! And so yeah, and so she and another friend of hers, who's also a midwife, both told me, "Have you ever looked into being a doula?" And I assumed you needed like medical <laughs> classes or something for that. And they're like, Excellent. "No, it's just it's just the emotional support." And they're yeah. like, you would be a perfect doula. I actually think you'd be excellent at that. Oh my God, do yeah. it. Oh and my it's God. Like, it's like obscenely good money too. So yeah. I'm, I already have like the website pulled up for it. And I had a uh, Taylor, you know, confirm like, this is who you want to go through to get your accreditation basically. Yeah. So oh I'm looking God. into it. That's so bad. <laughs> well, and it looks like most of it you can do online. That's even better. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm fucking jumping on it. Perfect. Um, Cause I have this, this plan for what I want to do is I want to buy like two acres and do like a tiny house. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason not to. I essentially live in a studio apartment now and I'm fine. So yeah, a room. So, so yeah. So anyway, blah, 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 <laughs> neither here nor there. But uh, <laughs> when I would go out to their house, so it was fine. And then after daylight savings time, it's like, great. Now the sunrise is in my eyes, no matter where the fuck I drive. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Well, I thank, thank God you. drive in the dark. Like I, it, it's like, you know, cause I'm driving so early I'm hit the road. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's like, but still, even when it was getting a little later and I was like, Oh, it's kind of nice to have a little bit of sunlight while I drive. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. God fucking damn it. Just no, it's ice picks in your eyeballs eating sunrise the whole way. That's the worst. I hate that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so well, fuck and- you savings time. I'm so yeah, over you right now. exactly (laughs) that's all i can say yeah oh my god same thank you um so let's get at it because i really really want to talk about this (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry to rush it but i'm like i have so much to say so Uh, first of all because you're the one who recommended this movie yes where did you hear about this i I never never even pinged my radar the only reason I heard about Velocipastor was uh, Christine Morgan, who was on the show a few years back when yeah. we talked about, you know, a header and all that. She mm-hmm. posted on her Facebook, I'm about to watch Velocipastor. Oh, God. And I was like, what is this? Tell me more. Tell me more. She posted the link up to like, you know, IMDb. And I was like, what is this? This I need, I need to know more about this. What is this trashy magic? And she said it was ridiculous and you know didn't really go much more into it other than this is ridiculous and I was like Mm -hmm. oh my god this is great and then I had a few other friends who like mentioned it on Facebook uh that they were going to watch philosophy the the philosophy I'm sorry the title of the movie is the (laughs) philosopher excuse me and um and I've always had it on my radar and then when we decided to change the format that's when I was like oh my god we got to start with this movie because I've been wanting to see it so right there it is and um so that's how i discovered it was just on facebook people were talking about how like ridiculous it was i have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. like me love shit and so and um i think this movie came out in um 2018 so it's been around for a while but they've been trying to make it since 2010 yeah and i don't think they released it until like maybe a couple years ago yeah Last year, I think it was made in 2018, and then they yeah. just 
first heard about it. In 2018, and they released it in 2020 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And um, let me give you the IMDb synopsis. It is the, the Velocipaster. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to fight crime and ninjas. And at the tagline is Man of the Cloth, C L A W T. Like to point that out. Um, so, like we were mentioning, this movie is intentionally awful. Yes. <laughs> this it, movie has yeah. the same kind of aesthetic that Cannibal the Musical has. Yes, it is definitely made for laughs. There is nothing that is to take seriously with this movie. Mm-hmm. Ever, and I think that's what I found so charming about well, it but one thing i have to give this movie is because i mean i've also seen like the occasional shitty movie that they they played it for laughs and it's like yeah every laugh fell flat you know what i mean yeah exactly but, but i have to give them credit like when they were trying to be funny this movie was fucking funny it really like, it like, like it had good comic moments like oh yeah it had fucking great comic moments like when okay let's do the synopsis like like really quick yeah. so basically priest watches his parents not explode i love that he leaves the church for some explainable reason we don't know why his parents are there <laughs> just they're literally parked across the street from the church and yeah. then he's being comforted by an older priest was a father stewart father stewart yeah who has the greatest line ever which is that's what parents do doug they die on you yes <laughs> it's like what a- <laughs> and so Doug, they do this like sort of ham-fisted retail, like sort of a their version of Father Karras and the Exorcist talking about questioning his faith after his mother dies. And at the and way so, it's too is kind of hilarious because it's like mm-hmm. in this like screen type of they're talking to the camera, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. Staring right at you without blinking. Yes. And their their cassocks are absolutely terrible, which is even funnier. Like you can it's tell that it's like party city. Yeah, that is some spirit store shit going on. Yes, it is. It's it's the like shitty thin polyester that like rayon. Yeah. Yes, that like cheap ass Dracula capes are made out of that you can buy at like your local grocery store. It's at like gold, which is even funnier. Like yes. and they're turning on well, in the and back. I love, at one like point in time, yeah, well, yeah. At one point in time, you see Doug, the 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 priest, the the, the, the titular Velocipaster. He he's standing in profile, and you can see like the back of his Roman collar like sticking out. Yes, and it's like I'm pretty sure they're not supposed to do that in an actual priest with an actual Roman yes. collar. Oh my god, it tucks in neatly. It doesn't stick out the back because it's a shitty twenty dollar costume that you guys oh, bought. Oh my god, like everything about this is super cheap. Oh, it's great. It's, the, great. The, it's funny because like the movie poster, I'm sure, is where they kind of like spent all the money on this movie. That and the, <laughs> the cutthroat appliance when he kills Frankie the mermaid. Oh my god, Frankie the mermaid. That was like hilarious. Where when he so though the scene where Carol, who is our uh sex worker heroine. Yes. Our our sex worker with the heart of gold, who's also yeah. hilariously uh I love uh when the, she when the she's talking to the priest and he goes are you a hooker? She goes, yeah. And pre-law, but nobody seems to be as into that. No, when she was like, I, nobody seems to care, uh, seemed to be really into a, uh, was it, a med student law student hooker. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what are you going to school for? What? She's, she's so becoming cool. a sex 
worker to pay for college essentially yes. and so uh so what happens is so father doug is having this huge crisis of faith and father stewart tells him go where you think god won't follow which in another movie would actually be kind of like well that's kind of deep and instead he yeah. just goes to china and it's like well that was racist thank you no i know but, what the fuck well and hilariously though so they go china and all all i said every time they said china was i doubt it because it is so yes. fucking obviously like Someone's it was so backyard. obviously shot in someone's like the the lot behind someone's backyard it was yes. like yes, not yes, even like like, like the back of the yard where the land they don't do the landscaping anymore because they just yeah, can't be asked like, like back where, like of- the, the the lawnmower shed is which i'm sure yeah. they had to tightly crop to keep it out of the frame but so <laughs> so there is my favorite line in the movie which is yeah. Doug standing there and he's staring at a compass with this bemused look on his face and he goes huh China is east and it's just like I hate you so much what? yeah I know that was the same thing I was like what the fuck right? <laughs> but well, that's so then a uh, sure where I was like okay this oh yeah yeah I was like okay that was pretty funny uh but so so then a very stereotypically dressed young Asian woman is running oh, through the screen uh, and is shot with city a bow Boston. and arrow yeah with? again with the coolie hat yeah uh, it's shot with a bow and arrow because I because I'm like I'm like yeah that's what Chinese peasants are known for right is their wooden bow and arrow skills <laughs> and so she just sort of dies to death right there which is really funny because she keeps talking to him in Chinese and he's like I I don't I don't understand everyone else in this movie understands Chinese which is like right? <laughs> and she ends up handing him a really shitty plaster cast of a raptor claw <laughs> or tooth or something and what what the hell ever and then, and then in perfectly unaccented english she says dragon warrior and then she dies Just dies yeah my dies favorite thing is when she falls down they she got shot with the arrow um which i think was actually kind of like it looked like she was shot from the front with the arrow but it was clearly coming out of her back right. when she dies. and then right. she like it was just so funny where she falls down she's covered in blood she's got an arrow sticking out of her chest and he goes like are you hurt like it was so bad he takes the the stupid claw which for whatever fucking reason the you know the, the backyard uh the the, the, the the backyard ninjas don't come after him which is even funnier because ninjas aren't from china they're from japan but yeah well, but hey here nor there but so so he ends up cutting his hand on the shitty prop and then is that he is that then he wakes up no he has the dream about turning into the velocipaster right yeah he pretty much wakes up like he falls over wakes up and that's it we don't see any murders okay okay and and he's back in in wherever the fuck i think it's new york he's back in one's living room essentially because yeah yeah, basically he's back in the living room of the house that was china in the backyard yeah that was and so so he's talking to Father Stewart, who is his usual helpful, upbeat self. Basically oh, tells him to get over it. And and I think Father he Stewart, says, so so useful. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he says, but he says something to the effect of like, it's been a month, get over it. Yeah, and it's that's like, exactly what he says. <laughs> it's like you're you're it reminds me of part of the reason why I hate the movie Pearl Harbor as much as I do <laughs> because there's a scene where after I was forced to watch that against my will I'm so but sorry. there's a scene where after uh who, who is it Kate Beckinsale may I don't is remember who it is? I don't remember it's unfortunate Some British Kate so after British Kate's 
uh, boyfriend, Ben Affleck, is presumed dead. She's still depressed. And one of her BFFs says to her, it's been four whole months. It's like, yeah, it was just the dude you were going to marry. Like, get the fuck yeah. over it. I mean, it's been four months. You're bringing me down my high, man. Let's party. And it was just like, I hate all of you and I'll kill you in the first opportunity that presents itself. Oh, yeah. But so, uh, same kind of vibe. Same kind of vibe. So fast. Your parents have been dead for a whole month. Get over it, baby. And so I loved everything. Father Father Stewart. I would like to say that act. The flashback to Vietnam. The random Vietnam flashback where he had that horrible wiggle. But he had this great deadpan, like no, like no emotion delivery. No, he had to get over it, Doug. Chops, and I was like, yes, no charm, no state, no no, like like screen presence at all. And for whatever fucking reason, it made me love him that much harder. I'm pretty sure that was someone's uncle. And I kind of loved it because it just looked I think like he everybody was, in this movie was someone's uncle except for and he was just going along with the, with the, yeah, actually looking at his MDB. He's only in videos that this, the guy who made Velocipaster is in. He's in the trailer. Like he's in the actual yeah. movie and he's in some other short video that the guy made. So right. he's like an uncle. He's just throwing on exactly. so that. That made me love him even more now. Right. But so, uh, so then we cut to, we meet Carol, the sex worker with a heart of gold, who, she is an interesting looking woman because at, she's uh, in some, thing. she's very pretty. In some angles, she reminds me of Kate Blanchett, especially through the eyes. And then in it's other, the, uh, cheekbones and those like eyes, the shape of her eyes. Yes. And then in other uh, shots, especially her profile, she reminded me of Jennifer Lawrence. Like if they had a little baby. Kind of, yeah, or like a weird, like we spliced your DNA together, and so uh, see that. So she's what what I love is so she's dressed like sort of the stereotypical like like seventies sex worker where it's like you know she's in like the short tight dress and she's got like the leopard print coat and she's sucking a lollipop. Well, and then they do a the pimp who is like the most stereotypical. Wait, wait, wait. we're not we're not there yet. We're not to Huggy Bear yet. But they do a pullback, and she's wearing like the most unsexy shoes I've ever fucking yes! seen. Yes, oh god! They're just yes! like they're, it's like it's like she's dressed like provocatively until you get to her feet, and then she's wearing like her mother's platform wedges, yes. like, just wearing like payless uh, like, bark, like they, like her mom's like espadrilles that she wears to the beach to go shopping you know, on the storefront on QVC when they were featuring cloud steppers. So yes, I'm just saying. you know you know that there parts Those of it are made of plastic, and I'm not talking about this all. Uh, but so she gets to to Frankie the mermaid because what was Frankie it? the fucking mermaid? What was it? Because he's swimming Women in bitches. bitches. Yeah, yes. he's drowning in bitches. He's, which is really Women funny because I love when he goes to make her say it and she just puts her sucker in her mouth and she kind of mumbles. Yes, because <laughs> even she knows it's cringe. But this dude, if this dude was any fucking bigger in this role, like like in terms of like chewing the scenery, I think he would have yes. come out of the TV. The fake uh, slap, backhanded slap, was great. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and it was weirdly like, cut too. Hi. It didn't match. Wow. The yeah, it was like even funnier that it was just like that was his introduction. As he lifted his head, he has this awful hat on and these awful sunglasses, and he just went, "Hi, Carol," and just bitch slaps her. Yes. <laughs> You're just like. Just all she says is, "Where do you want me?" Which is like, okay, that seems like a fair question for a sex and he's worker. Like, Don't disrespect him. me, and I'm all like, "What the fuck? Is right. When did she disrespect you, you fucking yeah. little bitch?" But God, so, so, and he is like, he again, speaking of Party City, like 
they raided a spirit store yes. Halloween for the pimp section. So he's yeah. got like the little shaded glasses. He's got the big pimp hat. Yep. <clears throat> he reminds me of a slightly less greasy version of Joe Spinell from Maniac. Yeah, I can see uh, that. Re- replete with the unfortunate facial hair. Uh, and then <laughs> and he's, he's smoking like constantly and it's it's I think he's in the movie total for what, maybe five minutes? Maybe five minutes because he's like in that opening scene. He's in that scene and then he's in the confessional and that's like it. It's fucking hilarious. It is fucking hilarious. And so he sends poor Carol to to quote unquote the park, which I presume is supposed to be Central Park. I guess. I don't know where this is supposed to be set other than someone's backyard. Right. Again, well, I mean, it was very clearly set in someone, you know, China. Uh, so, so Carol's in the park. I mean, China. I mean, the park. And she's Actually, walking along. China scene when it just flashed on the screen, the big block letters China right out of yeah. that to just be like, no, really. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. because every time, yeah, every time I was like, I doubt it. Uh, but so, so she's walking along and she gets jumped by like an over the top. He's supposed to be a mugger, but he just looks like a plumber. And he's yes. like, <laughs> again, chewing the scenery. And, and, and so, and he's trying to like, take her somewhere isn't he i don't remember what he was trying to do i other can't all i remember is him like I, leering I, I, at her <laughs> and he and he had the he had a flashlight in one hand and a gun in the other and it's like this doesn't seem practical no but so and it so was then because he was just like so like he had the like you know the knit cap on and yeah, everything so it's just like, it's like menacing like he's literally I like at her. With my flashlight yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and she's like don't try it buddy i've been fake slapped by the worst pimp in, in fake new york but uh anyway so in the midst of this they're attacked by the dinosaur basically and it's at first i was like okay that's smart because all they're showing is like the head the tail but the, even the head is so like it's very clearly inflated and it's like bobbling every time oh god oh god <laughs> the best part and my is, was is when the velocipaster jumps out and makes his first kill and he attacks this guy and i thought oh he killed him and then the guy gets up as if like he was not just attacked right. by yeah like he'd, he'd been mauled by the velociraptor and he's and still then, like like nothing well, happened and so then he's like cowering next to carol and then you see him dragged off screen and then the fakest mannequin head gets rolled and yes gets rolled into the camera shot and it is clear it's even as the base still attached to it yes. <laughs> oh god I'm pretty sure that's the same head they use at the end too but because so... i think all they did was just glow uh glue those eyebrows onto yes, it and the mustache yes uh so then it's the next morning he wakes up in a strange bed carol comes in and sits next to him on the bed and you know and we have like the stereotypical like you know, like last night was amazing. And so he thinks something's happened. He's blacked out. Oh God, that was actually really funny. Yeah, that was really funny because this is going on. And the whole time he's like, because she's like, it was terrifying. And he's like, was I, was it, it was bad. Was it that, was it that bad? Oh God. Yeah. It's his sexual performance. And cause you know, proof to just goes to prove that even a priest is still a dude. And I did laugh at that whole thing where he's like, wait, is what are we talking about what are you talking about yeah like, she's like wait are you do you think are, did you think we were talking about sex and when she was like um man yeah she was all were you was it your first no but man i was so scared i almost peed my pants and he yes. was like what no was she says i think i peed i i was so scared i think i peed my pants that's what it was 
But so they finally sorted out, and she's like, "No, you turned into a dinosaur and killed someone last night." And he's just like, "What?" Okay, and what? I like that it was like what, and then a big long close up of his face. What? Yeah, there's a lot of big <laughs> long close ups of Doug's face. Yes, and his I big mean, dumb Doug face. I kind of like Doug's big dumb dumb face. There was something I, Doug very really adorable. Doug yes, run me because same. at the start of the movie, all I could think of was the movie Time Chasers, the MST3K. Same! Crow, oh my god, yes! Crow has a meltdown and he goes, this is not our hero. I refuse to accept that this is our hero. Like, I have that going through my head. Yes! Oh my god, yes. I was like, he literally looks like a budget version of a, like, prominent actor. That's what he yes. looks like. Oh, totally, totally, yes. He's like the dollar store version of, like, yes. Channing Tatum or something like that. Generic generically good-looking dude bro yeah because i was referring to him as father dude bro for like the first no, time and, but movie. man he was he was so charming after well, a while that fu- <laughs> yeah that fucker leaned in and he hit it out of he the committed park. to his badness he, i mean he, he really did yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just, oh god like, so, so, the best part is, is he's like that didn't happen and she's like yes it is i can show you and he goes do you have anything that i can wear and she kind of looks at him and she goes yeah and then they oh, show yes! him in the park, and he's wearing a tight, shortcut bodycon dress and nothing else. It was and this that bright orange sweater yes, dress type of thing. fucking orange with low-cut decolletage. And I was like, that was the moment where I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, the, the funny part about that whole scene dress. was like, I was like, I really, one, that looks really good on him. Two, I yeah, want that dress. That is really he had a rock and really bod in that dress. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and, and so... You know that she kind of like walks around. I think she has a sucker in her mouth again, doesn't she? Yes, she has and a sucker kicks, in her mouth. <laughs> she kicks some leaves out of the way, and there's an arm, and he like freaks the fuck out. He's like, "Why did yes. you call the police?" And she goes, "Well, what? What, what am I? You know, what am I going to tell him? <laughs> he turned into a dinosaur and yeah, it's my like, attacker." She she's got a point. I mean, <laughs> she absolutely has a point. And so, <laughs> so she's basically immediately lights into him with the, "You have the power to do good with this." by stopping evil people and of yes. course he's like no 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 i must have my obligatory conscious you know crisis of faith and he ends up running away in the body contrast which is fucking hilarious oh and because- i may i point out that his run is the most fucking awkward run ever yes. throughout the yes. whole movie no matter what yes. he's wearing that man runs like he's wearing a pair of socks and running across a hardwood floor yes That's he is for i mean he's he's got a banging bod but he's yes. not a graceful man. He is not a graceful man. <laughs> and I actually just made, it just made me love him more. I'm not going to lie. Of, yeah. Yeah. Like you were just, he reminds me of, did you ever read uh, Island of the Sequin Love Nun by Christopher Moore? No, I haven't read that one yet. Okay. It's, it's really funny. And it, it yeah, I mean, you said it was pretty funny. hilarious. It's Christopher Moore. But uh, yeah. The main character, this guy Tucker is this like super hot pilot. He's like blonde and he's well built. He's really good looking. And but the thing is, is it's and there's a bit in the or in the book where he's trying to impress somebody, some chick. I can't remember who off the top of my head, but uh, it, and it's like he does something awkward and he cringes yeah. because he's like, this is the part where she realizes that he's a dork trapped in a cool guy's body. And even though he looks <laughs> hot, he's the kind of guy who sniffs his underwear to see if he could wear him for a second day. Yep. That's and that's kind probably, of what this guy that's, is. That's kind of Father Doug. Yeah, that's actually yes. a really good description of Father yes. Doug right he's there. A, he's a dwarf trapped <laughs> in a cool guy's body. And uh not wrong. And so he ends up like running back to the church and he's trying to pretend like nothing ever happened. 
And what happens next? It's, I think it's another scene with. Oh, there's the, it's the confession scene. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's right. Because he goes, scene. he's like, I'm late to confession. I'm and late he goes to confession. Running yes, off and he goes cross. running ass across town. Like it's the fucking end of Ferris Bueller, but in a Yes. Fucking spirit city. And he uh, literally trades in the body con dress for the really shitty cassock again. Like and then just like. <laughs> that he's wearing the cassock over the body con dress. That's like, what I was hoping for. Father we Doug, never learned. You know, he discovered a side of himself that he was previously unaware of. And that was that he liked dressing in short, tight women's clothing. To be perfectly honest, I probably would respect this movie even more if that was like <laughs> a subplot. I am not kidding. <laughs> just... Same. Oh well, they're kind of like. Uh, did you ever read Cabal, which is what Nightbreed was based on? I haven't read it. I own it. It's one of those things that I'm like, it's in the list. <laughs> well, the funny part about Cabal, because I mean, I think Cabal was written in like 1979, 1982. Yeah. And the, so you remember the demented priest? In the movie. Yes. Yes. And so his whole thing is alcoholism. In the, in the book, it's because he wears women's panties. Like that's his big <laughs> sin. Which oh, is just like you do. Strange. Oh my god! It just kind of reminds me. That just makes me think of that. Like, like, see, he was happy. You could have been happy too. <laughs> it's so funny. So the confession scene. So the confession scene is even better where he, you know, of course, yes. Father Stewart, Father uh, Father Deadpan is out there going, you're late for confession. And he's like, sorry. And he just like runs yes. into the church. And hauls ass in like it's the principal standing at the door, you know, yes. perpetually. And I love his super passive aggressive sorry made me laugh really hard. Yes. Um, and he runs in. And uh, he's doing the confession. And of course, after this whole thing about like you know, the big monologue that Carol had about like some people deserve to die type of thing. Right. Uh, the Frankie Mermaid is in for yep. confession. Frankie One, the Mermaid the comes in. But the funny part is that Frankie the Mermaid coming in for confession is funny enough on its own. <laughs> uh, two, the fact that it's been two years since his last confession is even right. more funny to me. And he's very he actually blase about form. killing people, so he obviously doesn't think it's anything of concern, which means yep. why is he going to confession? And then three, the best part is he's the one that apparently killed uh, yeah, apparently Doug's parents. And we the FX blew up uh, Doug's parents for no reason. And I love the flashback to where it's like Frankie the Mermaid standing on the curb, like just like do it like hunched over like an umpire and cackling <laughs> maniacally <laughs> well, and, the whole, and his whole fucking like as he's talking about like what he's confessing is so stupider and stupider because he's like uh still candy from a baby uh, oh yeah then I threw and the then i threw the, the baby river, in the river you know no witnesses and I'm just like, what? it's like so funny like and they just get it gets more and more ridiculous like i love that and then i threw the baby in the river and then, oh, I blew up these old these old people in their car. Yeah, there's fire and blood everywhere. It was hilarious. And it's like, one, no, there wasn't. It was just a car that said VFX car explosion. And then yeah. when he's going like, and then the priest coming out and crying. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, and then Meanwhile, was, Doug he, is twitching like someone yeah, like Doug, Doug is salt in his eyes. Now. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, oh, God. He's like having a stroke. They didn't just pop an Alka Seltzer in his mouth so that he could. Ah, uh, that would have been a brilliant if that he started foaming. Been great, actually, oh god! But so, uh, uh, and, and he says, "You killed my parents," and then fucking Frankie the Mermaid was like, "Oh, those are your parents," and starts laughing. And it's like again, Frankie, why are you in confession? Why are you doing you this? Clearly, yeah. You clearly have no problems with what you're doing. 
Yeah. So why are you even here? (laughs) And so he's basically like essentially starts taunting Father Doug and is like, well, why don't you do something about it? Why don't you kill me? He's just like, okay. And And then that raptor rubber glove comes shooting (laughs) through the confessional. And that raptor rubber glove goes on to be like my favorite part of this movie. Honestly, yes. I will say that is probably the best effect in the entire movie is that fucking rubber glove. It reminds me of, I mean, you didn't have a younger brother who was into Masters of the Universe, but those of you who did, if your brother had Snake Mountain with the hand puppet, the snake hand. Oh God! It looked it, like yes. yes, it really fucking did. It really fucking did. It really did. And, oh, it did. Uh, uh, I used to play with that hand puppet incessantly, but so. Oh God! Uh, oh, God. That makes it even funnier. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I so, laughed so hard at that fucking so love. Then we see the pretty much the extent of the budget where the claw rips out Frankie's throat, and there's like a a halfway decent cutthroat appliance like you can see where it's attached there is, by the latex and well you can also tell it's a completely different color than the rest of the yes, skin yeah it's also kind of it's, it's like yellow it's like, <laughs> like, it's like you know they, they tried a thing that probably cost money so they thought yeah they clearly went to the expensive side of the spirit store exactly they <laughs> instead of the off-brand shit exactly and so uh, and so after that, he's like, he's all in. So he goes and he finds Carol and they become like the like the dynamic duo. Dino, yeah, the, yes. the, the dino duo of, of fake New York, China. Your and there's backyard. that great mo- montage that really doesn't involve a whole lot of like vengeance no, at all. Not at all. It's like <laughs> him working out, which is like the only time he's ever looked confident in his movements. And yes. uh, and then it's like them in different places around the city, like talking and eating ice cream. Yes, it's just this. It's like more of a date montage than a it like. It really is. Just this well, montage. and there is a super cute bit where he does the whole stretch and like awkwardly drapes his arm I, around. I her will say, she, to be perfectly fucking honest, it was cut. Their romance was kind of sweet. Really I'm was. not gonna lie. Adorable. There was something was really adorable. Very I liked sweet Carol about it. Father died. Yeah, I ship and, him. Oh, totally. Well, and she totally knows what he's doing, and she just kind of smiles and like turns and leans into him. Like, here, dummy, this is how you do it. And so, <laughs> so then, like, what is it? That ha- so, as this is happening, you're getting cuts back and forth between a Chinese master. Like, he looks like the stereotype. Oh, yeah. Except for the the Hitler stash. He did have a Hitler stash. He had a Hitler stash? I thought yes, he had a he did. Chew. No, he didn't. He had a goatee with a Hitler stash. I guess it's, I, I guess it was a Oh, my God. I was like, what in the? hell like he's talking in chinese the whole time to his white aide-de-camp and and then there's ninjas doing like like shitty like elementary school first year karate probably like warm-up yes in their ill-fitting ninja costume and with the sound Uh, effect every time they kicked you'd hear yeah and again (laughs) i would just like to repeat that ninjas don't come from china yes Uh, but this movie sure seems to think so (laughs) well this movie also thinks china is in their mother's backyard but hey at least china is east though at least that's true that 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 compass (laughs) and so uh so there's like a whole like menacing talking about drugs and i think they were talking about like human trafficking and but the funny part is is our our um 
fearless leader speaks Chinese and everyone yes. else speaks English. Speaks English. And they, and can, it's like, it's so, like, un- they can still understand each other with no problems. Yes, it's, so. like, it's like Han talking to Chewie. Yes. And so uh, uh, there's a whole thing where it's like talking about like, what's happening with the shipments? Well, there's problems with the shipments and I'm just repeating what the men tell. So, you know, the idea is, is that obviously Father Doug and Carol are like picking off the you know, they're working their way up the ranks, basically. Even though we see none of it. And yes. <laughs> and then there's that whole weird laugh scene. <laughs> oh, God, that was my fave. That's when I lost it, where they kept, like, it was so hilariously awkward, where... So the, um, evil, Chinese, or the evil Chinese masters, you know, laughing menacingly, and then his aide-de-camp is trying to laugh, too, but is, like, clearly uncomfortable as he does it. And, and he's, he's trying like, to match the length <laughs> of the laugh. <laughs> yes. And it's so and fake. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, he starts doing that and and then it starts again and then he has yes. an even worse. Yes. <laughs> like that. Like he's not even it's like he's not even smiling by the end of it. He's just yelling ha angrily yes. over and over he's again. He's just trying to keep up like and then you could tell that master, the master was essentially just fucking with him cuz then he'd go ha ha. Ha ha. Yes. <laughs> like trying to keep him to keep up. It was that was fucking hilarious. I have to admit, was, that was a really great moment of intentional comedy. <laughs> it was this movie's so fucking stupid. It was, but it was brilliant at the same time. <laughs> uh, it really was. And so, so I'm trying to think of what happens after that. I think that's, is that when they, they that's when they actually start fucking. Doug and that's Carol. like, yeah, there was like, I think there was the, there was another, f- oh, yeah. no, they started fucking after the exorcist scene. Remember they go that father uh, after the exorcist? father Stewart yes, takes them right. to okay, Voltaire so, essentially so the, and that's the ex- yes that must be the exorcist. Yes. the exorcist scene must be next then yes because and they so, did because father Stewart father Doug is them. threatening to get our father Stewart is threatening to get the archdiocese involved but they're taking too because long he because doesn't he like that father Doug rogue. is being seen with a sex worker and yes <laughs> and so and we so take then, them to Voltaire uh, yeah. Yes, he takes them to Voltaire and says, sometimes you have to fight evil with evil. And it's like, I'm pretty sure the church has very specific opinions on why you don't do that. <laughs> and is that when we, actually, is that when we get the flashbacks? Yes, yeah, that's when we get right the Father Stupid Vietnam flashback, which is in the same, which is where China was filmed, essentially. It was the yes. exact same location yeah, as where China was filmed. Back here. And uh, like, it was awfully deciduous looking for an oppressive jungle. And uh, and there's just this whole hilariously pointless, terrible montage where it's supposed to be Father Stewart as a young man in Vietnam. And it's the same older actor who's a guy who's probably in his 50s, maybe his 60s. Yes, in a horrible wig. A blonde wig and a blonde mustache over his own gray hair and gray mustache. Yes, which is clearly not fitting him right. And his same no, glasses. No, Oh, and the helmet well, and, is holding on the wig, which is yes, even better. I was say, the helmet is what's holding the wig on. Yes. And so, like, they have not, they, there is no, there was no wig cap involved. There no, there no. wasn't. You could tell they were just like, here, put this on. <laughs> just slap this on and then put the helmet on over your head. And so they're walking along and he's talking to his, his, his good buddy, Ali. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Ali. And, and I'll be your good buddy, Ali, you know, and you and me, we'll get together and we'll laugh about surviving this war. <laughs> and my favorite was, he's all, you're going to have five kids. No, 11. And I want you to spend 15 yeah. minutes a day with each one of them. A day with each one of them. Yeah. Well, and, and, 
as the number's getting bigger, like Father Stewart's getting this this more increasingly beatific like do you think and it's like I, should we talk to your significant other before about you all of this babies? idea yeah <laughs> and, so and you're gonna name him. one of them ali ali was kind of a dick i'm just gonna let out say it well, so it's the whole time his good friends his, his his army buddy ali is babbling on and then at that point in time uh also asks father stewart if he's got a girl back home and oh takes God. Out pi- unfolds this picture of this sweet Adeline woman. sweet Adeline yeah. <laughs> which was great I'll always remember that one sweet Adeline sweet, I know right and immediately singing. the song starts in my head ba, yeah. ba, ba. sweet Adeline <laughs> so after that Ali of course immediately was it did he blow up How he, they, no he no, gets they, shot they shot him they shot him they shoot him right and in so, the chest and it's like yeah. the most ridiculous and like so, squib yes. moment yes. ever yes <laughs> again the rest of uh, that's where the rest of their budget went that's where the other and budget so, the vietnam flashback uh, is where the rest of the budget went <laughs> yes and so oh my god i just i'm looking at pictures of this movie and i have to send this one to you because oh please do this is the this is the greatest they should have used this as the poster like oh god this is the greatest greatest picture (laughs) so yeah ali dies and then later on he's like chilling i don't know where afterwards i I think it's supposed to be like hq you know like like i guess like the the rumpus room for i don't know but it's once again in like someone's backyard and then adeline just apparently shows up in the vietnam right like because of all of those visits to vietnam that were so legal and popular at the time because if there's one thing that you want it's your significant other in a war zone and so so she's running towards him and she's yelling what was his name jim jim yeah i think it was jim jim stewart oh my god that fucking picture i'm using that on jim and well and I told you, right? Is that not the greatest? I'm using that picture picture to advertise this uh, episode because that's brilliant. All fucking time. (laughs) So she's like running towards him, and the whole time I'm like, okay, so what is he like tripping out because he just saw Ali get killed? No, it's actually supposed to be her, and then she blows up. It's actually supposed to be her. He's not tripping out. She just shows up in the fucking Vietnam jungle. She's dressed like she was like going out to work in her garden, which my yes. guess is this is the woman who actually owns the property, and she was actually going out to work on her garden. And they uh, that would be my guess. I yeah, that I actually like that theory. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, it's canon. We've decided. But yes, so this is then, how it is. So then, but what makes it even better is, of course, the entire explosion is CGI. Yes, and then and it's it's it essentially is like that it's like a balloon skit. popping yes it's like that kids <laughs> the hall skit where they kept shooting old yeller over and over again yes and it was and just that big explosion i think i'll do it it's my dog and then it was, it was very obviously somebody with a blood cannon like off screen who would then just shoot blood in their face it's that's like exactly that. what it looked like yes where, and she just that. like she just disappeared it was like there she is there she's gone like it was just right? like yeah, pretty much and then and and then, oh, and, like, God. none of his friends are, like, at all bothered. They're like, oh, must have been one of those pressure, um, pressure trip wires or yeah, something trip like wire that. mine. That's what it was. They called it, it was the trip wire mine. They said, and what do you think she was doing out here? I don't know. Maybe wanting to start a family. Yes. <laughs> here, in the middle of a conflict. I was in like, the Vietnam jungle. And he's just stunned. He's just, just sitting there covered in blood. Oh, God. Right. Like, like, in shock. 
And yes. so then the presumption is, is he goes back to the States, becomes a priest. Yes. And, uh, and then it's and the exorcism scene. That he meets Voltaire's. Yeah. Somehow through that, it's implied that he met Voltaire. Yeah, you know, which they never, they never go out. into it, which makes me laugh no. even more that you never really know how they met. They just <laughs> let's just let's just do this. Exactly. Oh yeah. god. And, uh, and so, then uh, they try to exercise the ra- the raptor out of the velocipaster, and that ends horribly. Yeah. <laughs> and essentially, well, like he ends up clawing Father because... Stewart. Right. Well, but Voltaire's fucking hilarious in that too because he's like, yes. So normally this doesn't hurt, but because of blah, blah, blah. And Duck's like, oh, thank goodness. And he goes, well, normally this yeah. will hurt a lot. <laughs> yes. And he's like, thank you for your help. Oh, don't thank me yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pretty fucking funny in this. So then he goes, you know, he goes all Velociraptor, he fucks up Father Stewart and runs off. And Voltaire has this great scene where he's like, what have I done? I've unleashed yep. the hounds of hell. And then he leans his head back and laughs, like, like cackles uproariously. And, oh, yes. Uh, uh, and so then then it's Doug wakes up in Carol's bed, right? Yes. Or, or no, he goes back to Carol. No, he yeah. doesn't wake up in the bed because that's the first time he wakes up as he wakes yes. up naked yes. in the bed. He goes but to Carol for comfort and then they bang, essentially, yes. is what yes. happens. And they bang in a very awkwardly framed and shot sex scene. I mean, the kids yeah, are fine, but... Yeah, but oh god, it was so funny. It was, it was like just a lot of like green, weird montage, right? And it was a lot of just like touching shoulders. Like there was a lot of touching hands, touching shoulders. There was yes. a whole thing with um, with like weird like they literally flash back through the entire fucking movie at one yes. point, which yes. I was like, Why but like so fast that you that? like even, it was seizure inducing almost. Well, it was even just to the like point where you see the whole thing, even to the point where you see the whole thing with the. The, the evil Chinese ninja lord. Like, yes! So it's it's clearly not their recollection that this is They were like doing through. the flashbacks of every scene. It wasn't just their it moments. So, it was every so moment weird. of the movie. Like, it was so fucking, and it was just like. Yeah, it was an awkward sex scene. So. Yeah, and I think that's where Father Stewart ends up with the eye patch with the evil Chinese ninja master. Yes, I love the fact that the eye patch was over his glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was Not actually the fact that it implies that he was there long enough to heal up enough to need an eye patch. Exactly. But was apparently unconscious the entire time. I guess. I don't know how much time passed in between right. the scene and Father Stewart being uh Well, because he doesn't it. remember yeah, he doesn't remember anything since the the attack. Yeah. And of yeah. course he's like, but he's got the eye patch, which was just weird. And right. <laughs> with his, and his usual monotone delivery of everything. Yeah, and it's literally a, a scene that just sums up to, you'll never get away with this. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Because it turns out that the evil Chinese ninja master is working for the church. Yeah, and I guess. Church is, trying to, is trying to create new congregants by essentially getting them enmeshed in human trafficking and drug addiction yeah so they had no one to turn to the, the church. they were making the cocaine that was like 10 times more addictive than regular cocaine oh, right yeah i forgot about that which so it's like okay so cocaine what was it like, called it was something ridiculous like night lotus like dra- or something dragon's like that. breath or some shit something like that ridiculous like that i can't remember the name of the goddamn dragon book. warrior powder jizz i don't know i don't know it was something like about, about those lines yeah and uh 
and you know the same guy who's his right hand man who like the more scenes he was in the more i just fell in love with him because right. he just getting more and more over the top every yes. like well and yeah, the fact that he was chip around his face and he would whip it off and say a yeah. line and throw it back on you know well and the fact that he's like super blonde and has these like little angel baby curls just yes. makes it even fucking funnier because i mean he looks like an eagle scout who's just trying really hard to prove that he's a bad guy yes god yes he was like so and i will get to the big reveal of that in a minute of course <laughs> yes that was a beautiful moment that made that no goddamn sense. No, but it was beautiful because I love the flashback that, it, uh, yes. that accompanied it. Yes, yes. Father Stewart has a very sensible line in which he says, you know, I believe in the Christian faith with all of my heart, but this is not how you get, you don't force people to convert by force, essentially. Yes. And then that's when he's stabbed to death by the evil Christian priest Chinese ninja master. Yes, uh, who calls him an infidel, and he basically I love the says, fact that he "Died, came back just to die again." Yeah, basically, yeah, for a two-minute scene, and and he basically says, "Doug will stop you," and then he dies to death. Yes, and uh, with this, essentially, yeah, is that exactly? Funny. And so then, how is it? I don't understand how Doug. Like, I think they think they've reached. Like, I think they found them independently. They didn't, like, send an invite to Rumble or anything, right? No, they didn't. No, well, the ninjas attacked them. That's right. That's right. That's right. And that was then so he says, the, look, look to your faith or some shit like make that. out. Yeah. <laughs> that whole scene. Yeah. Well, and what was hilarious is that all of a sudden they could do awkward kung fu. Yeah. Very awkward kung fu. And then they mm-hmm. make out on corpse, which is mm-hmm. even more. And so. I really think they should have just fucked on a corpse. I mean, I was expecting it. The way the right. movie was going, I was expecting another awkward, strange montage sex scene. I really was. <laughs> then they go off to find the ninjas, essentially, is what happened. Right. And there's a, then a scene they where find somehow, them. somehow they end up with a really fucking sweet muscle car. And yes. and he's, and again, I mean, Doug's got a nice bod. And so he's got the, the tight jeans and he's zipping up the leather jacket. He's got his tank top on <laughs> and all that. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's Patrick Swayze from Dirty Dancing. Yes. And <laughs> got that weird bodysuit, low-cut bodysuit on, which is Ooh, the most impractical girl. thing to wear, yeah, yeah suit, ever yeah. to fight because your boob will just, like, slide right out of that thing. Right. Well, so, she wasn't, she wasn't packed. Like, she was pretty built pretty long and lean. I don't think yeah, her tits were going anywhere. Think that, that thing did not fit her well. And because, you know. Because, again, it was another party city vine. Exactly. And it was just, it was an impractical thing to fight in, is all I'm saying. <laughs> so, oh, God. Did, I'm pretty sure it, like, had bell bottoms, too. Like, I'm... I thought, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I don't think... I feel like it must have. But at the same I'm time, it seems sure. like I can remember her kicking barefoot and being able to see her feet clearly. Yeah, I'm p- almost positive she had, like, like it was wide pant legs or something. It was just... Something, well, anyway. Yeah. Maybe it was two ridiculous. different ones that were cutting back and forth. Who knows? I don't know, but it was it was beautifully ridiculous, and uh, and so they just um, they end up battling more ninjas, and then awkwardly, and then like Carol gets like meets up with head ninja, super super tall ninja dude, yeah, and gets slashed. Just the best part is she's just standing there. That's the best part. Is like wow, and then immediately so. So she gets slashed. It's not that deep. Like, oh no, 
skipped over the like big reveal too when uh oh, right. Batman man shows up right and so was all like don't you <laughs> yeah when evil blonde baby angel shows up and it's and he he reveals himself and it, what's his name sam sam yeah because because father dad goes sam no and you're like who the fuck is sam and so they cut back to all of these montages that were loving right these these loving interactions with his family and at one point in time his father says you're my only son doug and they pulled back on the camera and this dude was standing standing there awkwardly (laughs) excluded from the family the whole time literally showed every single family flashback and then just sam in the background like just like off to the side not included so funny yeah i gotta admit that was fucking hilarious <laughs> well and it's kind of one of those things where it's like well maybe they deserve to get blown up then yeah and they got i love that you're our only son and he like pops up from like the back seat like oh yeah after they do the big three-way hug before he goes off to seminary we'll school and when they're all like but they call it priest college which i thought was even better <laughs> that's right i forgot about priest college they call it seminary school they call it priest college <laughs> and then they go and and anyway that's what is the catalyst for the big battle and well is carol gets mortally wounded and had they have a moment where she's literally coughing up a copious well and i feel for her because a couple of times she coughed and i think it was just because that fucking fluid kept running back in her mouth i think so too because she's trying to deliver her lines and choking and it's just like and it was a copious amount of fake blood coming out of her and that's and so, when you finally get to see the full raptor yes, costume. And it's terrible. It's basically, it's, terrible. It's, it's like the inflatable dinosaur costumes, but not as good. Honestly, the inflatable and, costume would have been an improvement, to be yes. perfectly honest. But my guess is, is it's copyrighted. Uh, yes. So it's this, like, basically, like, if instead of the, the inflatable T-Rex costumes that you see people doing weird shit, like shoveling their, their walk and stuff in, which, yeah. God bless people for doing that. And that right there is why... <laughs> It's like, you know, you look at the news and it's like humans are terrible, but then you hear stories of people dressing in an inflatable dinosaur costume to go out and shovel three feet of snow. I mean, and you're like, maybe yes. there's something worth saving after all. He goes full Velocipaster, is rampaging through, and it's really hilarious because the entire fight scene, well, first of all, okay, before we get to the fight scene, we have to talk about, so the huge ninja who slashes her immediately regrets it and is cringing in the background and the ninjas yes. are all hugging each other and consoling each other as she's dying. Yes, that was, I'm so glad someone else saw that, where it yes. was like, she gets the stabbed and like, all just like, oh no, like all of them are reacting, like, right. oh, we, she's dying, and just like, you're the right. fuckers who killed her. We're witnessing this great tragedy. So, Carol dies the- to death, and well, no, she she's not dead. Well, she well, well yeah, we know that. We know that, but it looks like she dies to death. Yeah. And so she, so he goes full Velocipaster, is rampaging through in his inflatable suit. And it's really funny because the costume is not built so that they can bite people. So no. basically all they're doing is he's running around and hitting people with the inflatable snout or whipping around and hitting them with the inflatable tail. Yeah. He's literally that, just smacking with the costume, which was- That really- apparently is a mortal blow to a fake ninja from fake China. And I did and, laugh my ass off at uh, the right before that moment, before he goes all Velocipaster, is he like says something like, like it was like one of those I am vengeance type of speeches. And they're all right. just, they're literally just standing there looking at him like, what? Yes. You know, there's a book 
series that I have that I really fucking love because it's it's a dark romance, but it does dark romance right, and there's like some really fucking funny parts in it. And the there's no good guys in it; it's all antiheroes. And mm. the antiheroes in questions are arms dealers, Russian arms dealers. So you know, oh, interpret yeah. accordingly. Yes, but so there's a scene where these low lives are showing up to steal the shipment, and they uh, the, all of our our antiheroes start laughing because they all showed up dressed like ninjas. Oh shit! <laughs> and and so they're all sitting there like smoking Sobrani Balkan cigarettes, playing poker, and laughing their asses off at these wannabe hoodlums dressed like ninjas. Yeah, and that's, that's just what I, that's pastor right there. <laughs> no, yep, pretty much. And then at one point in time, one of the the wannabe uh, bad guys shoots a gun, and they start laughing harder because like plaster rains down on the ninja costumes. Yes. Uh, anyway, so that's just what I thought. What I thought of people running around in little footing ninja costumes. Yeah, it was just but, so. The whole scene, yeah, was, the fight scene, would work if they played yakety sacks underneath it yeah, too. Oh God, yes, like, God, yes, it really would have. Yeah, hundred percent. And so. Uh, so then, you know, the evil ninja master, evil Chinese ninja master shows up and because Doug kills Sam. Yes. Right? Or is that before or after? I think Doug it was before. Because remember, in it like, was too. the I master kills him. up and Sam's on the floor dying saying, yes, yes. Yeah, so. yes, yes, that's right. Yes. And so, so the evil Chinese ninja master shows up, uh, 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 father of stereotype, and he yes. ends up stabbing doug with an arrow and the arrow or he shoots him i can't remember which yeah, and he shoots him with the arrow and he turns and back doug into immediately a, turns back yeah. into, into and doug. it is so fucking funny that transformation where it's just like weird strobe flashlights yes and then all of a sudden he's in his leather jacket again yes well and what makes it even fucking funnier this this to me is the panel that like this is it this is the crown jewel of this entire fucking movie yes and yeah. so evil ninja Chinese father of stereotype is monologuing and he basically tells him that he they they invented a an antidote to the dragon warrior issue and so now he's been cured because he's been shot with this antidote yes and because I think he shot him in the leg and so Doug shot him in the leg he's got a yeah he's got an uh, arrow in the shin something like that yeah and so (laughs) so father of stereotype comes closer and cackles menacingly with a Chinese accent. Yes. And Doug goes, he says, do you have any last words? And Doug goes, I have six. I don't think it worked on my hand. And yes! his hand shoots out yes! and he has a fucking velociraptor pan puppet on. And it just, and the glove rises and he screams and it's like the fi- his fingers are not even fully in the glove, which no, is even No, they're not. Well, and it's one of those things where it's even funnier because it's two, there's only two fingers on the glove. So yes. two of your fingers go into each digit. Yes. So and, it's like, and they're super floppy. Like he has absolutely no yes. control over it type of yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> and the funny. thing that made this so goddamn funny is he is wielding that stupid fucking glove like he is Lionel and it is the Sword of Omens. Yes. And, and he, he is he, committed to this moment. <laughs> oh God, yes. Yes. Like this is it. This is what- God bless this, this actor. Is what, this is why his spirit Halloween priesthood has been leading him to the entire yes. time. <laughs> and- <laughs> And so, of course, he kills Father of Stereotype. And, uh, and so then, suddenly, it's him in the hospital. And he wants to see Carol. And the surgeon comes out. And this is, again, very obviously someone's living room. And they bolted a magazine rack to the wall to make it look like a waiting room. 
Oh God, yes. Moment. And so he's like, so he comes out and he's dressed like, he's dressed like the uh, Dr. Phantom from that episode of Scooby-Doo where I think it's Heron Scarum Sanitarium. Yes, and, and he's, he's got like the he's got the reflector on his on his head fit like he sits down and the thing sinks over his eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, and he just goes, kind of sits there for a minute. Like, can I see? Can I see Carol? And he's like, "We did it. She's fine." And then he's like, "Really? Yeah, she's fine." And then on screen it says, "Really, she's fine." Oh, it does that when she's like, "I'm fine. She's fine. She's fine." <laughs> and he goes running in to see her, and somehow she's magically healed. We have no idea why. Underneath the hospital gown. She's sitting in a massage chair Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a bunch of like medical posters tacked up around her. (laughs) Right. And in somebody's, you know, guest bedroom. It almost reminded me of when we watched um, Ilsa, where it was like the curtain with the picture of Hitler just kind of like half ass. Like, that's a Nazis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they got back to the surgeon and he's just like, lighting up a cigarette and smoking in the waiting yeah, just smoking away it, it, it's a cigarette he pulled out of an already used ashtray which is even mm-hmm. funny what is this and so you know so we, oh, have the, we the big... you know what we forgot to talk about the huh. fucking second severed head scene oh god yes yes yes, yes. The second appearance oh god. Of the head. god where they reuse the mannequin head and he yes. tears the head off of uh chinese ma- uh, ninja master mm-hmm. and he tears his head off and it's like clearly a mannequin that's not even proportional to the size of a human no, head it's too small it makes yeah. it even better and it's like <laughs> one of those, those weird it's not like a, but it reminds me of those weird long necks wig heads from the 60s it's exactly what those were it looked like they just chopped off the neck part and <laughs> he and they half-assly glued bushy eyebrows and a mustache onto it but not only did they glue eyebrows on they, they glued angry eyebrows on yes which is even better and they're like this this realistic i mean compared to the head like torn like spine throat appliance on the bottom of the yes and it's important blood and and and, and doug is roaring to the heavens as he's holding up angry eyebrows mannequin head and then the best part is while he's screaming this and holding covered in blood holding this like fake head over his head the whole thing pauses and it sh- and on the screen superimposed is a gandhi quote which is fucking yeah only through the elimination <laughs> yeah. of violence will we achieve peace and I, and then it cuts right back to the fucking movie it's like i thought that was yes. the end of the film too Holy shit, there's a movie called Ouija Shark. We may have to watch that. Uh, that's uh, uh, okay. We're putting that on the list right there. That and Carol. Yes, uh, so, is it Carol uh, Hell? <laughs> so. What? There's one that's a carousel movie, but it's called Carousel. Oh, 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 Carol Hell. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll yeah. put that on there too, please. Yeah. We'll put that one but on the so, list. Uh, oh, and one thing that I forgot to mention that cracked me the fuck up in the big gray fight scene where he's in the, Velosa, the Velociraptor costume. Yes. Is at one point in time, it's supposed to be that the Velociraptor, like, chews somebody's arm off, but it, you can see the hand sticking out of the mouth of the Velociraptor costume, holding the fake arm and throwing yes! it. Yes! Yes! It was like, this is some Doctor Who 1960s level shit it, right here. And it's it's brilliant. This whole movie was oh, so yes. fucking it, hilariously it is absolutely bad. Fucking brilliant. And it's charmingly and so then, bad. It's just, yes, and so then it turns into, it's him and Carol... And they're standing next to the sweet fucking Chevelle. And they're basically talking about how this goes all the way up. And he's not a priest anymore. And they're going to go. And they're going to they're gonna go around the world. And they're going to fight evil, basically. And that's yeah. essentially how it ends. 
yeah that and the end that's the whole movie yeah, right there the end, like, pretty, much, and it's, pretty much and it's fucking like, i will watch this movie again and it's only 70 minutes like this movie is yeah. not even yeah, barely no, in a it full, doesn't feel padded like, or anything like that at all no it goes usually, really fast yeah and that's usually the sin of the 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 independently made cheesy movie whether it's deliberate or not like it's usually there's almost it goes always, on a little too long like there's scenes where it's like this would have been great if they if they cut it like they cut like 20 minutes out of it but this yeah. moves at a pretty good clip it actually has really good pacing all things considered and it's just it mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's like just it it's really like they kept it tight they didn't like linger too long on certain gags like they knew like the laughing thing didn't go on for too horribly long like just enough for you to go like just what enough the fuck? for you to be and like what the hell? and then it just yeah. moved on it really had great pacing that makes me wonder because if it's only 70 minutes it makes me wonder if they put that weird reverse back fast forward through the entire movie if they uh-huh. needed like one minute of film time it does make me wonder to make it a full so, like, length that might be the only padding <laughs> yeah that might be it which was just bizarre. that sex scene was just like what am i and they like oh right. what was going on i can't even describe it just watch the movie and just yes. yeah watch that sex scene because there's not much more to and say other than i i have no words for it and i have yeah you're right it is a hitler mustache i uh, told you he's got a hitler mustache yeah he's got the hitler mustache his little, hit, little, his little hitler stash and his goatee and uh, <laughs> it was yeah. shockingly charming like i don't i yeah, can't get really over was. how charmed i was by the end of this movie where i was like this was horrible it really was, but it was like, so fun to watch like i had such a great time watching it exactly and exactly um, like yeah. it was one of those things where i go to watch and i'm like all right let's get this turn over with because again yeah. i'm expecting some shitty schlock fest a la me you know, too you know velocigator versus raptoid or something yeah like or like yeah something like, like i was expecting like sharknado type of level or right. well, 3D I mean, sharknado type of thing. even I, I yeah like i didn't even think it was gonna be that high end but yeah i thought it was gonna be was, like yeah a schlog and it wasn't no it was it was it was it wasn't no it was an enjoyable fun like i would honestly buy this I think I would too, actually. I think I would enjoy this. I, I highly recommend it if you are a fan of schlock, which I know a lot of our listeners are big fans of this type of yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, they would be listening to us otherwise. Uh, exactly, because we're big schlock, you know, people. And this is a, uh, this was just fun. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was clearly made intentionally bad. Uh, they clearly were having a great time making it. You could tell that everyone involved mm-hmm. in that movie was having a grand old time. And it was like, it never took itself too seriously. It wasn't too mm-hmm. super long. No. Like it was like, it, like, it's like 10, you know, an hour and 10 minutes essentially. And uh-huh. it was just, it, it was just fun. And like, so if you're looking for just something like on a, like friends, you know, night in or something like that with a bunch of people and you want to watch something super schlocky and funny yeah, and have a bunch of drinks, this is like a perfect Halloween movie. Or something like that. This is a perfect mm-hmm. Halloween party movie, I think. It's just because yeah. it's oh, yeah, so absolutely. silly. Or like a, it's, you know, you want to get shit-faced with your friends, turn it into a drinking game kind of thing. Exactly. And you could easily turn this movie into a drinking game with absolutely yeah. no qualms whatsoever. No, no yeah. problems there. It was What cracks me up too is there's a, the, there, there's like a, like a drawn movie poster for the Velocipaster. I mean, it's, it's yes. obviously not, what's the guy's name that does the Drew Stusen. It's obviously not him, but it's kind of in that mm-hmm. same vein. Yeah. And the, uh, the, this poster costs more than the entire movie. I fucking guarantee it. 
Oh, I'm sure it did. There's scenes of like an actual velociraptor and there's like Doug, like it looks like he's administering last rites with the velociraptor claws. Like they wish the the, the claws yes. looks that good. Yes. It's like, it, I, I think judging by the poster I saw, I was expecting a whole lot of CGI yeah, and that sure. type of thing. And, and, and then, yeah, then I watched the yeah, movie I and I'm like, nope. a shitty. I thought this was going to be a shitty schlocky cgi disaster and their cgi was shitty but they wanted to use it to the best effect yes it was it was when adelaide exploded yes that was really the only cgi i really remember from it was just adelaide exploding and that was it everything else yeah like and then and then the vfx car explosion yes which which i guess you can consider like i guess cgi because they superimposed the tech somehow yeah but but it's a lot of fun. Oh god, I I need to find more movies like this because it just was fucking hilarious and it's silly and everyone was having Apparently, a grand old time. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. Like it, this is a fun, silly, lighthearted movie. Oh yeah, Apparently, totally. Um, it was featured on the podcast. How did this get made? <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm definitely gonna have to listen to that episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Which just makes me love it even more. Like, I I love a weird thing that shouldn't exist, but resolutely doesn't anyway. Yes. Oh, my God. That, it's just... I keep... I keep seeing shit where they're talking about Velocipaster 2, but so far I'm not... I haven't anything heard anything about a sequel. But, I mean, I'd watch it if it's the same group. I mean, fuck And they yeah. keep it just fuck as silly yeah. and, as as and short. They, yeah. Well, yeah, and they don't do something dickish like kill off Carol. I hate it when they do that shit. Uh, and the only reason that they do that, I will be, I will riot because I loved Carol. She was great. Mm-hmm. Actually, I loved everyone in this movie. I was a full, fully expecting to just despise every actor in this movie, and I ended up loving every single one of them because they were all Same. so like committed to doing something awful. Like they were just so committed. I got to give them a lot of credit for that. Same. And I, um, yeah, yeah so I mean, this it's, gets it's, a very high Equinox rating. It really does. <laughs> for sure. Well, it's nice to see a vision match expectation. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, Because sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, I can see what they were trying to go for. It was a failure, but I can see what they were trying to do. Yeah. It's but more this like, was well, for you. what they wanted to make. They made it. That's all they wanted to do. It has no pretensions of... And there's something that's kind of refreshing about that. Yes. Like, you and know, it's like, like clearly it's, it's this guy was like, be... let's make something fun. I mean, exactly. It's never going to be reminded... like that episode of Garth Rangi's Dark Place. <laughs> Brock no. represents AIDS. Like, they're never going to Oh, yes. You know what it reminded me of? Velocipaster reminded me of the movies that me and my friends used to make in high school when we'd get the video camera and just make purposely stupid movies. Like, we did a whole parody of uh, Stephen King's It when we were in high school. Do you remember Medea from the Hercules fandom? Yeah, I remember her. She and her friends were had a group called the GDI, which, which apparently stood for either gosh darn or goddamn individuals. Yeah. And it was a whole fucking group of them. She actually sent us a sampler VHS and the shit they made was fucking hilarious. They did an entire mm-hmm. parody of Les Miserables replete oh, shit. with rewritten songs. That's beautiful. In which uh, Valjean is sent to jail because uh, he robbed a Taco Bell and brought uh, tried to bring Taco Bell <laughs> to France. <laughs> That's yeah. brilliant. Because <laughs> uh, there, there was 
and then, like I said, it had the music and everything. And instead of Castle on a Cloud, it was White Castle on a Cloud. And that's brilliant. The song, like, uh, I have only known one other who could unscrew stubborn lids. He's a convict <laughs> from a chain gang, and I now know where he is. Oh my he, God, that's something, brilliant. Something, something. I have come to know him well. He had crossed, across, he had run across the border. He had robbed a Taco Bell. Like they did an entire, <laughs> well, and when they did the, the, the Taco Bell robbery scene, it was even fucking funnier because it was just one of them at a Taco Bell with a minivan. And then the oh, character God. dressed as Valjean runs up, grabs the bag and runs away. That's even better. See, I love shit like so that. It was so fucking funny. It and was so fucking funny. This and there's movie a is essentially joke. in the vein of the, that. Yeah, and there's, there's a running that. joke with a radio flyer wagon through the whole thing. And oh, the reason God. why uh, Javert is chasing them is because he was born in a McDonald's. Like, it was oh, so fucking funny. And it's and when they great. played Javert, so the first time you see Javert on screen, so, you know, in the, the musical, like, he wears the cockaded hat with yeah, the, yeah. The, the sort of Captain Crunch profile yes and so they had recreated that but they did it with um butcher paper oh they god had stuffed and it was probably three feet tall that's even better and so the can and what's even funnier is they're all females except for one of them's brother so these are all different women playing all of these roles that's many even times over oh my and god yes so when javert is on screen it's literally the chick playing javert dressed as javert with a huge hat hiding behind a tree that does not hide her hat in the slightest <laughs> that's even minutes, better uh hiding hiding uh, behind the tree again oh shit like, that's brilliant it was so fucking funny they did a whole lost episode of star trek that was fucking hysterical and featured i need to see this family. i have an old vcr when you come visit, we gotta find a way to i don't i don't think i have that i don't have damn have i would fire. love to have seen that yeah, i know damn. i know it was it was one of the vhs's that i kept too but unfortunately it didn't make it out of the fire oh and uh they actually won money because they did a a short film that it was uh it was a take on dr jekyll and mr hyde and so when henry jekyll took his uh his drank the formula he became an aggressive door-to-door vacuum cleaner salesman oh my god <laughs> yeah shit i used to do in high school is exactly yeah what this and was. so and it was so, oh my god and they summed it up as something to the effect of and he left behind him a, a wake of terror blood and signed door-to-door uh, uh warranty agreements like oh, it was so they were so fucking funny and they, I and loved they it did, like that so they had a, a car, they had one of those like life-size cardboard stand-ups of of uh walter god damn it i know his last name it just blinked out of my head Chekhov from the original Star oh okay well, walter koenig koenig thank you yeah and so they had one of him as like Chekhov from the 60s and he played well he played Chekhov obviously yeah he was uh, he was uh Gavroche in Les Mis. oh god <laughs> <laughs> so they just had this poster and they put the they put the like bobble hat on him and somebody's just shaking him off screen and saying his lines badly that's beautiful like, like I love it shit like really, that they were so goddamn funny uh, I love shit like that. With that such a is like the kind of thing that like this would go on to like like I have no idea if they continued with the movies because unfortunately Medi and I fell out of contact a long time ago. But yeah. this is the kind of shit that like I could see this being the next step, basically. Yes. Yes, Velocipaster would definitely be for all yeah. we know, maybe they were involved in Velocipaster. We don't know. I, I kinda <laughs> hope so. But one thing I do another thing I do have to give Velocipaster credit for is uh, their sound and lighting was really good. It was actually very good. Like, I was pretty like, impressed. The only shit that, that was cheap was the dialogue and the effects. 
but the yes, actual but the sound was, was good fine. like yeah. i was expecting like birdemic level you know right, skills like the with the camera blowing, but it was actually you, really and you can hear it the entire time you could totally you can pretty much tell that they had some experience with film these people because yeah, they yeah. the the actual the like did, the lighting film, the film knew what they were doing and the sound too and even the guy behind the camera i think was intentionally doing bad shots like but yeah, you know things so were too. framed correctly and, and that was, sort of thing i think some of it too was to like hide how shitty the dinosaur costume was until yes the, i'm sure a lot tower. of it was because of that bad because it was clearly the people who made this film have some sort of experience because it was they like you know they at least have done a movie or short movies or something in the past right because it right, wasn't like, yeah they, they have was enough just a silly film you know yeah they have enough on the ground experience so that their technical aspects of it are perfectly competent exactly and i was like wow that was you know it, technically pretty fucking good so we mm-hmm. um, are going to have to give Velocipaster our highest Equinox rating. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> because, oh my God. Um, I am so excited that we're doing this every third episode because I love this type of shit. So I'm so excited. Um, and I think the next one you recommended was going to be uh, Scooby-Doo meets Kiss. Wasn't that it? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, that shot you just sent me of uh, Stuart covered in blood is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, with the guy in his college uh, t-shirt grinning behind I think him. That, I bet you money that was the director. <laughs> that I would think so, yeah. Oh God. But yeah, so we'll be doing the Scooby-Doo kiss uh, for our yeah, next, um, kiss for our next Equacast. Equacast. And, um, and then the next episode we'll be doing just a regular horror film. And I believe mm-hmm. we will be having Robert R. Best as our guest host which I'm kind of excited. Yes. We haven't done an episode with him for a long time. I don't know what movie we're doing mm-hmm. yet, but he's going to be... probably um, going to try for... Unless Robert has something specifically that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to tentatively try for a folk horror movie from the late 70s or early 80s called, I think it's Eyes on Fire or Eyes of Fire. Yeah. And, we were uh, thinking of doing that one. We'll yeah, check Eyes with him. Eyes of Fire, because... 1983. So, um, yeah, we'll just go from there. I pictures and of, I yeah. pictures of Werewolf Dick. I mean, I'm not opposed. Robert, let us know if there's werewolf dick, and we will be. I have a lot. Of we will be dick. on board. So, so stay tuned for that episode. Thanks for joining us. I hope you like the new format. We've been having a blast with it. It's been super. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, once this again, is fun. I feel like it kind of I, revitalized something that needed revitalizing. Um, mm-hmm. If you wanna, you know, reach out, send us a letter, have any comments, questions, whatever, you can reach us at creepykitchgals at gmail.com. Uh, you can check out our website, which is creepykitch at blogspot.com. We have our Facebook group, Creepy Kitch uh, Podcast. Just search us up. It's pretty freaking active. We also we also have a Discord channel. Um, let mm-hmm. us know if you want to join it because I think I have to send an invite for that. Yeah, Stacy is the new um, moderator of Discord because she understands it much more than I do. So I mean, uh, we do have a Discord channel. It's we'll not super post- active yet, but I'm hoping it will become so, especially because I have a feeling that Facebook is going to crack down more and more on anything. Oh, that they I'm pretty sure. Content. And, you know, and, and to be honest, we are probably on the, a bad side of Facebook. Um, oh, I'm you sure. Know, pretty soon. After I got in trouble for yes to uh, threaten people to go wish you a happy uh, birthday yes yes how dare you how dare you threaten how people to wish me a happy I. birthday mm-hmm. but um we posted a link up i think to join the um discord uh but if not we'll post it up again yeah uh, please join us there um and yeah so we will be back next month with robert our best uh talking about some some movie 
mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. And then once again, back for another episode of Pandycast, another episode of uh, Equicast. So it should be yes. a lot of fun. I'm very yeah, excited. I don't think we've decided yet what we're going to do for Pandycast. Have, no, have not we? yet. We're still discussing okay, it. That's fine. Yeah, I've got I've got a have very a... long list. So, yeah, so I've <laughs> <laughs> got so many. You and I both. We probably do this for the rest of time. I know exactly. So uh, join us again next month. Thanks for Yay. listening. Go watch Yay. the loss of pastor. Yes, Give this movie it. some money and if love. You have it's any, a lot any of fun. Kind of a sense of humor. It's free. It's streaming free on Prime. So like you should. Yeah. If you have Amazon it. Prime, you can grab it from there. That's how and I I'm watched sure it. you can find it somewhere else because it's I know on YouTube for four bucks. Yeah, uh, you can rent it on YouTube for four bucks as well. This and it's on some other, movies. it's like Tubi and some other yeah. places you can find I it. I wish that they would release like a DVD with commentary because I would fucking love to watch this movie with commentary. Oh my God, yes. I need to find this director and find his social media and follow him. Yeah. I have so it's many, Brandon. I just want to see what- Brandon or Brandon, I forget. I think he's Brandon. Brandon. I think there, it is. There was a Brandon and a Brendan in the, the uh, opening credits. Bren- oh, you're right. Brendan Steer is the director, writer, and editor. As it said oh, in the credits, he the may beginning. have also been the Velociraptor. <laughs> uh, he might have been. I don't know. I'm kind of like hoping that it was uh, the guy who played Father Doug. Doug. In yeah, I kind of do know. too. But um, and I would like to point out that Doug's full name was Doug Jones, and that made me yes. laugh even more. Yeah, and I too. think that was intentional. I really I think do. The only thing that would have made this movie better is if Doug Jones had actually been in it. I'm kind of hoping that eventually we will get Doug Jones in one of these movies. So. Right? Like <laughs> he doesn't have to like like even like kind of like what he did with Absentia. Or if you're saying yes. absentia, uh, where oh, absentia. Wasn't costume, absentia and her <laughs> sister, Gin and Tonica. I'm just saying, uh, I think it would have been just as good a film if we called it absentia. <laughs> absentia. Absentia. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, he doesn't have to be in costume. Like, no, just, just like, I just want like a Dougie cameo. Like, yes. even if they just cut to him and he went, hi, I'm Doug Jones. Like, honestly, that would have improved this movie that much more. Yeah. I just love the fact that the character's name mm-hmm. is Doug Jones. Because I really I think, think that was intentional. I, I had a, I have a feeling it was as well. I think so. So definitely check it out. And uh, <laughs> we will be back next month with uh, Robert R. Best and some other movie. So thanks yes. for listening, guys. Thanks for keeping us alive. I can't believe we're still alive. I know, uh, right? I can't believe that <laughs> yeah. we've been on the air for this long. And I still don't think we've broken 100 episodes. We haven't. We're only at like 78 to 80 episodes or something like yeah. that. Not counting the one. I mean, seven, I mean or 76 episodes numbered which probably we never, and then counting the ones we've never numbered, I would say maybe 80 episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. But maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe I mean, we'll break quantity, in the next two years. I'd say quality over quantity, but let's be honest. No, let's be honest. No. <laughs> There's no, no way. Here. No fucking way. <laughs> not even. No, swing and a miss, friends. Swing and a miss. Not even close, but hey. Mm-mm. all right well good night everyone we will be back next month enjoy your whatever yes good night wieners 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 wieners. good night